I found out I'm not dying, so now everything's super funny. Everything's hilarious. I just... I'll just I'll just say this because I feel like you need to know this. Okay. After I found out I was okay, my first thought was, well, everything you live through is fun. <laughs> oh, my God. My dad would be so proud. <laughs> it's the first thought in my head. Welcome to another episode of Not Another Millennial Podcast. I'm Janae. I'm Allie. And we are two millennial women who uh, struggles to fuck function. Fuck. What? (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) What were you trying to say? I'm I'm punk. Like struggles to function. I, the, we could, but I think that just said it all. We couldn't have planned a better, worse intro. <laughs> but I love it. We struggles to function. We're part of the struggle bus. We've been. I'm the driver of the struggle bus. I, I'm fine. I chauffeur that shit around. We have an unlimited metro card for the struggle bus. Which, I mean, honestly, it just takes us, like, we aren't even going to to do our normal, hey, how are yous for this episode. Um, we're just going to dive straight, straight dive. We are going to dive straight into our topic, which is, um, well, the title is Anything You Live Through is Fun. And uh, I think I've talked about that on this episode before, haven't I? Or on the show before, right? It is, yeah. I mean, it's one of your dad's famous sayings. Yeah. I don't it's remember, just iconic. I don't remember the context that he said it to me in, but one time my dad told me anything you live through is fun. And I have taken that with me. And boy. Janae, I remember your father. We were in a car and we were in the backseat and your father turned around and said that dad, like you said something and your dad was like, anything you live through is fun like straight face and then just like and then was like oh donuts like your mom got donuts (laughs) we were at the gas station you're right (laughs) and we looked at each other and we were both just like (laughs) i don't even remember what he what we were talking about that made him say that I don't know either, but I know it was just briefly interrupted by donuts and then the mood completely shifted and it was like, all right. And we um, were probably so hungover. We were probably like barely functioning, but. Was that on our way up there though? I don't think we were hungover on the way up there. We were hungover. We were hungover on the way back and definitely at Cedar Point. Yes. But, um, but yeah, so anything you live through is fun talking about how, um, how, our, how our years have been that we've been really on the struggle bus in 2021. I think 2020 was bad for everyone. 2021 I is uh, not been my year. It's been a bit rough. So Allie, do you want to, do you want to kick this off with how your year, your last month, how everything's been going and what, what's got you knocked down? And then I will say too. 
after we talk about what's got us knocked down, we're going to talk about what we do um, to help bring ourselves back up, to help ourselves feel a little bit better, to really, you know, uplift ourselves. Right. And I think one thing we're realizing through our knockdowns is that you get back up again. There's not, we get back up and most things you can fix. Chumbawamba. I get knocked down. Bring it up again. Classic. Classic. Absolute classic. (laughs) Theme of the month. Um, Chumbawamba. So as you know, late February, I got a white covering on my tongue. Did Which is never a good sign. I feel like. Nothing's ever a good sign with your body. If you notice something, it's like a bad sign. You're right. Right? That's. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Um. So I, I do a quick Google search. I'm like, I don't know what this is. So I do a teledoc visit. Mm-hmm. He informs me that it's this thing called oral thrush. Not good. Um, I look it up. It's not good. It's like... Most people don't get this. If you get this, you have cancer, HIV, or an auto, an, or another autoimmune disease. So I start which to are panic. not great options for anyone, let alone someone in their upper twenties. Right. It was just not looking great. Mm-hmm. So, um, he assured me I don't need to worry. It could just be mouth breathing. It could be stress. Um, take this antifungal mouthwash. Um, I didn't even so know those were a thing. To, until antifungal mouthwashes? Yeah. And it was really weird because he was having me swallow it to help reset my gut flora because he was like, your gut flora could be off. Um, oh. So I go on this for like two weeks and then mm-hmm. I go off and all the stuff on my tongue immediately comes back. Love that. And I'm like, this isn't good. So we call my boyfriend's friend who's a doctor. He's like, you should really take an HIV test just to be sure. Took it. It was negative. So we great. were like, great. Meanwhile, I'm sobbing. Yeah, that because that's a scary it's very scary. It just, you know, um, <clears throat> so I'm sobbing my eyes out. It turns out it's negative. Right. The cat was like, I knew it would be negative. I'm like, well, I don't know. This is a really weird thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, the cat, Jesus. So like, basically I'm like, okay, so I'm dying of another autoimmune disease. So I get the only only appointment with an ear nose and throat doctor in the entire city there's only one appointment we could find yesterday that is insane to me like i know it was a saturday but it's new york it's city. new york city how <laughs> far did you have to go for it was it at least close to you or it was find a town um okay well and i was like you know like how good is this doctor if it's the only appointment left in the city but he actually ended up being a really good doctor mm-hmm. um turns out he took one look at my tongue and he was like i was like well i've been diagnosed with oral thrush by another doctor it's already back and he was like well how did they tell you have oral thrush and i'm like i did a telehealth visit they and looked at like, it 
he was like, the only way to tell if you have oral thrush is to scrape it off the tongue. Minor detail. Just a minor detail. So, so I'm like, well, that's a red flag. So he scrapes my tongue. Nothing comes off. He's like, if you had oral thrush and I scraped your tongue, there would be tons of stuff on this stick. He was like, one, I can tell by just looking at it that this isn't oral thrush. But if you did, like if you ever think you have it, scrape your tongue. Oh, he was like, okay, that's a good thing to know, like how to check for it. PSA. Um, PSA about oral thrush. Yeah, if you ever think you have oral thrush and you hypochondriac have a moment where you think you have HIV and or cancer. But I mean, that's what happens when you Google, like. And when your doctor is irresponsible and does something like this. Um, (laughs) I, sometimes doctors, I do not understand. My my friend, um, he had a psychiatrist that has, like, he's asked her, he, he was taking these stimulants and it was like really fucking him up. He was having really bad panic attacks and he oh, ran Jesus, that's the last thing you want is you don't want a stimulant during a panic attack my god yeah and she kept prescribing it to him she prescribed him a 200 dollar pill like 200 dollar prescription without asking him she just re- she just sent it to the pharmacy well that is sketch as fuck and then so he was like well what the fuck then he was supposed to have a, a an appointment with her and it was going to be on a Monday morning and Saturday she sent him a message like, sorry, I had to have to cancel my appointment. I decided to take a vacation to Mexico. My God. And then he was like, all I'm asking is for you to refill my Wellbutrin prescription. And she was like, well, we can talk about it at our next appointment, which is in three weeks. And he's out of Wellbutrin. She won't refill it. Is he going to just see somebody else? Yeah, he filed a complaint. Because, like, if you were having panic attacks and you're now going off your antidepressant, like, that's not good. You're just going to have more panic attacks. Yeah. Is is she a telehealth person? I think it was from, like, Denver or something. Yeah. I feel like this telehealth thing is a mess. A mess. Yeah. Like, a total mess. Um, Because... Like the situation I was in and the doctor was like, you know, it would kind of be no harm, no foul, but like, you've been on medication for two weeks you shouldn't have been on. And yeah. he was like, you know, it'd be yeah. one thing if it was, um, you know, just taking that and spitting it out, but he was having you swallow it, which is like completely resetting your gut flora. Like that could have really messed you up. Cause I mean, if, if it wasn't the cause for it, you're now just upsetting a healthy gut biome right oh, exactly which, which he was like he was like which doing that could have given you oral thrush so like you he was like you he was like i can tell you haven't had it okay because he was like is this how your tongue because i i yesterday i started freaking out because i'm like the thing is happening to my tongue again right and he was like is this how it looked when you did the telehealth thing i'm like yeah like a little worse he was like nothing about this okay is okay and then he was he was like i think most of your problems are because of acid reflex but long story short is i was on a month-long spiral thinking i was dying of some sort of 
horrible autoimmune disease based on this oral thrush diagnosis. And then I thought it was coming back immediately again, which is like a sign that like it's something bad. is really wrong. Like even Nikhet's friend, who's a doctor, was like, like I could tell by the look on his face when we were like, well, we think the oral thrush is coming back. He's like. Which that's not good. Whenever you can like tell that someone is like taken aback by something you say, like there are certain things that it's like harmless, but when it's a medical diagnosis, it's like, okay, what do you know that like made you react that way? Right. Like he looked really concerned and he was like, it's probably nothing, but you know. don't tell me that you, I've already saw how you reacted. Right. 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 And like, it's just like that mix diagnosis caused so much anxiety yeah and I mean we're already anxious yeah like it's not like we were anxious for I say we like it also happened to me but I consider myself you an, were there for it. I was there for it and I, I consider myself an arm of of you so I'm I'm yeah, your branch <laughs> we have we have the same roots basically but um so yeah it just was so the in the the ear nose and throat doctor was like profusely apologizing that I had been through that because he was like he was like that had to be so scary because thanks tell me about it because he was like most of the time people get that they have AIDS I know I looked I googled it I know that doctor I was concerned yeah and he was like that's really scary to go through that like he was like that's really irresponsible and like he was like that doctor should have at least like been like you do have white stuff on your tongue I can't tell on a telehealth visit like let's schedule you to go in somewhere yeah instead of just giving medicine saying that's what it is saying don't worry about it because then when it ultimately came back he was like, yeah, of course that, like, the white stuff went away. You were taking medical-grade antiseptic mouthwash. It just kills everything. Yeah, there wasn't anything on your mouth anymore. <laughs> right. It, it was, like, of it was it empty. <laughs> like He was like, it came back because you didn't have thrush. So then when you stopped taking medical-grade mouthwash, like, your tongue resumed normal activity. Like, duh. You know, it's funny, like, once you get to the side, like, once it's explained to you, you're like, oh, okay. But other, like, until you get to that point, you're like, I'm dying. I'm dying. Well, like, it was literally, like, the one medical thing. Like, normally you start something, it's like, oh, don't worry about it. But this is the one medical thing. They're like, that's really weird. Sorry. So I... I just spent a, basically a month thinking that I, sorry, I just got a citizen notification. Oh, um, God. <laughs> um, I, I read it wrong. I thought it said, <laughs> anyway. No, what do you think it said? Um, I thought it said man with one leg shot in robbery. What did it but say? Just, Man shot in leg during robbery. Oh, okay. I mean, also not great, but but I thought it was just a weird detail to put that it was one leg. Wow, very but very specific that he only had one didn't leg. Say that. We don't normally hear much about the victim. That's nice. Anyway, 
<laughs> anyway, long story short, it was just a month of panic mm-hmm. trying to figure this out. Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm so happy it's figured out now. I'm like deliriously happy. Like my mood is night and day. Do you feel like just a weight has been lifted off your shoulder? Because it literally has been like almost a month. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was just like I was in shock because like I was prepared for like so I was starting to get prepared for the worst. Like when mm-hmm. I woke up yesterday and my tongue was that white again, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, like I need to start. This is like I need to start making phone calls and telling my mom like there's something really wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Thank God you didn't tell your mom until you afterwards, right? Well, I called her before. I'm like, there's something really wrong. I think it's my DV. I think it's because I have a deviated septum, but I'm not sure. Okay. Well, at least you didn't say, Mom, I think I have HIV or cancer. I really knew I didn't have HIV. That's good. But like, but like, that's what everyone's like. Everyone's like, ooh, uh oh. Like, like, anyway, wasn't the case. Negative. Oh, on that one. Fantastic. Um, and like they couldn't check for any other symptoms because I had no other symptoms. Minor detail. So like if you have a neg- negative HIV test, like they can't just start running tests. Right. Like y- y- it's a negative test. Like what what else do you want? They're like you know, like if there's no pain, like we can't just start ch- doing biopsies and checking for cancer. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is a waste of everyone's time and also and your fun. sanity. <laughs> yeah. Like this, that would have been so you would have been you would have been traumatized. I just feel like really lucky I went to a doctor and he was actually a good doctor. Mm-hmm. And like he was just like so just like what you have is really textbook mm-hmm. and that's even way, more frustrating really bad yeah yeah like what yeah i know wow anyway i just psa get second opinions immediately like if something feels wrong mm-hmm. get a second opinion always yeah, but I know that you have also really been through the ringer. Yeah. Um, my month has also not been great. Um, I feel like this is just a therapy session now. Just as a, this is like my version of journaling. Um, instead of just writing it down privately, I'm saying it out loud and putting it on the internet for everyone to hear. So, I really like to wear my heart on my sleeve. <laughs> we. If that's not the definition of a millennial, maybe I don't know if what only uh, maybe throughout this podcast it, it'll get um like sent out enough that someone will just start sending me. I have my cash app in my in my Twitter bio, I think, just because you know who knows who who knows who's going to get you know really feel generous and just send someone a hundred dollars. You never know, but um. We're open to it. We're, listen, <laughs> if anyone wants to send me money, I will one thousand percent take it. Just um, send us an email. We'll get we'll get it set up. <laughs> but um, this has now turned into an ad for us looking for for sugar, sugar daddies. daddies. 
I actually on my Bumble profile, I can't remember if I talked about this in the Bumble episode or not, but um, one of the questions that I have on my thing is um, never have I ever. And my answer is had a sugar daddy, but never say never. <laughs> I mean, if the cookie crumbles. I am not going to judge. And I'm not going to say no to money. But I get legally the asterisks. I just had a stroke. Don't say that. There's been too much medical anxiety. (laughs) Back that up. I don't smell toast. It's fine. It's fine. Toast? I thought it was almonds. Or peaches. No, almonds um, is if you can't smell... um, uh, we can't even go into don't Janae, just don't <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Okay, delete it. Delete it from your memory and we'll just move on. Okay, so my month. Um it's been a it's been a ride. A few months ago I had some like issues in my house and in my basement. And so I had someone come in and fix it, which was great. Well then And expensive. And very expensive. It was, yes, that it was. So um, I, a few, so I have a lot of clothes. I'm just going to preface that this story with this. I have a lot of clothes and a few, basically a month ago, maybe a month or two, a month and a half. I went on this laundry spree where I cleaned everything in my home. I mean, I cleaned all of my clothes. I cleaned like everything in my closet. I cleaned my linens, all of it. But the thing is, then I had so many clean clothes that I didn't have to do laundry for like two and a half weeks because I have so much clothes. So I wasn't down in my basement at all. Well, I go down in my basement like two weeks ago and there's now mold in my basement and I'm so upset. So I'm going through all of this. Um, there's there's water. So I went through. I had to remove the carpets. I did that yesterday. It was really, really gross, really heavy. It's so heavy. Why is water heavy? Sorry, I don't know why I just said heavy so much. I'm stressed out. I don't know how I, my anxiety, I don't know how to. How much mold was there? Like, you know what? I didn't realize that there was a mold through line in this story. Like, I thought I had a moldy tongue and you had mold in your basement. Who knew? Anyway, but like how much mold, how much was the mold? Because like, I know you were like, in the grand scheme of things, is it that much? Like, no. But for me, as a relatively new homeowner, I mean, I've had my house for a few years, but like, it was more than I like to see. I give you so much credit because like, I feel like I could not own a home right now. I I am really bad at handling these situations because whenever it happens, I feel like I get so overwhelmed because I'm like, what am I going to do? I feel like every time I get my like self back to a really good spot in my life, like something happens with this house and it's never anything major, but it's annoying, but something else happened. Um, now my, my thermostat isn't working, so I don't have any heat in my house anymore. So I'm using a space heater currently. Granted, the weather is nice, so it's not that big of a deal. But the real kicker, my dad was supposed to come this weekend because I 
I can't, I should call an electrician. I understand. But here's the thing. My dad's very handy and like knows all that stuff. So I, he was going to come, but he couldn't come last weekend. And I didn't want to worry him because he like, I knew he was busy. So I didn't tell him that my thermostat was out. So he doesn't know yet because I wanted to wait until he's like definitely coming to tell him since it's not like that big of a deal. But um, yeah, you know, he would freak out and be there in like two hours. I know. And that's why I don't because it's really like it's 65 degrees outside during the day in the the morning. It's cold. But like this space heater is fine. And it's probably cheaper for me to run this little space heater for the single room that I'm in rather than the entire house. That's true. So, I mean, I'm just imagining you like just carrying that around like behind you on like a little cart. <laughs> it's like my oxygen tank. <laughs> if I could, though, I would love that. If I had a personal heater that I could just take around with me, hell yeah. Okay, maybe for Christmas we'll get you a heated blanket. Do they make heated weighted blankets? Oh, I'm sure they do. Because I feel like that's um, a market that I could really get into fun fact Niket and I tried a weighted blanket and it made us sore so we couldn't use it how heavy it's like 30 pounds or something I feel like I would probably get like a 20 pound I can't remember what it was but it was like too much like neither of us could breathe wait what are the next steps on the house stuff like so well also I that's not even everything something else happened what so well, actually, two other things happened. Um, I went to go do laundry because I, I was like, my, I mean, my basement's already wet. Like, a little one more load of laundry isn't going to kill it. It's all I, the carpet's already right. ruined. I it was definitely. I do not suggest that. I just um, you just had to do it. I. I was spiraling and felt so out of control in my life. It was like, it was a lot. But um, then I, so I went to go do the laundry. My fucking washer wouldn't work. So my, now my laundry machine isn't working. My, my washer. I go to the, um, the little panel and I'm like, okay, like maybe it's just a trip switch. Thankfully it was. So I just flip it back. Cool. So I do my load of laundry I go to f- to put it into the dryer. Now my dryer will turn on, but it won't turn. So I think something's broken on my dryer because it will. It, it's the the barrel is like locked. So I had to go uh, do all my laundry. I I went to like a laundromat the other day and took care of it. But it's just it it see it, it's so frustrating because it feels like one thing after the other, especially after the break in. Like I haven't. I, I feel like I just want to get out of this house because I feel like I'm having such bad vibes in here, which sounds so dumb. But like, I why does everything keep happening? And it's it's not even anything with the house. I feel like I'm cursed. I don't know what's going on. But it's been, it's just been so no. hard. I feel like this it's just taken everything out of me. And every time, every time something happens, I just like I almost break down because I don't know what else to do. Yeah, I mean. I almost feel like sometimes you feel like there are situations where like you're like it's me like everything's spiraling out of control around Mm -hmm. me but then you do remove the thing from your life and you're like oh it was just that thing it was the house 
Yeah. Like the house did have issues and like. And I mean, it's an old ass house. I don't know. I wasn't planning on being here long anyway, but um, I think I'm going to fix the basement up like again and then sell the house because I'm just kind of like tired of it. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like I'm on a manic episode, like a manic depressive episode. Like I'll go, I'll go really, really up and then it goes really, really down. And it's just, it's a lot. So um, that's been rough. Dude, I hate dealing with that stuff, like house stuff and car stuff. Like that's like, ugh. it drives me nuts. Yeah, but I mean, I I will say though, like I am very blessed that I was I'm like able to have a house because that's not something that many people who are my age can do. That's yeah. not something many people at all can do. So I am very blessed, but um, I do want to put out that PSA of like, no, it's cracked up to me. It's you just have to be ready for shit to go wrong because shit goes wrong. So I don't know. I just feel like um, I I know this episode is basically just like us bitching about the shitty things that have happened. But we are going to get to like the the good things and how we get get out of these. But is there anything else that like has happened to you? I, I feel like, oh, wait, there's actually one one major thing has happened to you recently. Yeah, well, speaking of house stuff, I just moved. Yeah. To a new apartment. Yeah. Um, so long story short, um, everything in Brooklyn and the city, like rental prices are dropping like crazy because mm-hmm. so many people have left. Mm-hmm. Right. And so many apartments are sitting empty. The prices are going down. Right. So... I'm not, I wasn't on a lease at my old apartment. So I told my roommate, I'm like, we should try to renegotiate our rent with Frank, the land, our landlord. Mm-hmm. What a and stereotypical like, landlord name, Frank. Oh, he's such a dumbass. He like, <laughs> yeah, but our landlord never gave us the lease to resign. So we've been paying just month to month with no legal commitment to stay. Okay. Um, cool. so I was like, we should renegotiate the lease because mm-hmm. prices are dropping and we're paying a lot of money. Yeah. Um, because I rent's expensive. Other, right. I started looking at other buildings in my neighborhood and like a room my size was going for much less money than what I was paying. Mm-hmm. And so we tried to renegotiate the, the rent. Um, he wasn't dropping it very much. Um, I kind of knew that my roommate was overcharging me on utilities. Yeah. Um, so like I was unhappy about that. Um, and so I, I found another apartment and because I'm not on a lease, I was like, look, I'm, I'm Fuck it. Yeah. So I'll just read you the text conversation we had. Oh no. Um, was it not a pleasant moving out experience? Was not. She also told me, she was like, well, I don't really care if the, the rent is expensive because I don't know how much longer I'm going to stay here. I'm probably going to move back upstate. Okay, great. So, yeah. So I was like, perfect. By the way, the rent is so expensive in the building and so non-competitive. She and my other roommate are now the only people living in the building. Oh, Okay. 
Wow. It was a small building. It's a three unit building with three bedrooms in each unit. Okay. But, so like there used to be nine people living there and now there's two. Yikes. Okay. So, um, and I said, so it's just like, I would be saving almost 5k a year living there. Yeah. And after the way Frank spoke to me this past week, I just can't. And she said, please find someone to replace you ASAP because now I'm the one getting screwed over. And I said, doesn't matter to me, honestly. I said, there's no lease and he's the one screwing us. Yeah. Why are you mad at, oh my God. And then she said, there's nothing else to discuss. We ambushed him. I thought the the deal was to uh, get a new lease, but if this is how you want to do it, that's fine. I'll handle it from here. Please find a replacement. I don't have to do anything here. And then she just sent a thumbs up and said, I'll handle it. Please leave. And I just said, LOL. And then I was just like, I'm not going to sprung. And she was like, FYI, Jasmine stole your last month's rent. You only have a security on file. I told Frank you're leaving to use your security. I'll be back on Wednesday the 16th. Please have everything out. I have someone interested in that room. So I just called the girl who I took the room from. Mm-hmm. And basically, long story short, the one who's probably going to be stealing the two months I put down because, like, they're still not under a lease. Oh, my and, God. Which is fine. Like, even if I take an L on that. Like, it's, you still are saving more money. In the long term. But it's still so I was shitty like, that, like, she's... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. She's trying to I make you her. out to be the bad guy when she is literally the person who is benefiting off of this, like, the most. She's she's taking your money. And isn't wasn't there an issue where she might have been taking some other roommate's money, too? Yeah. She was, like, taking people's rent money to send in to Frank because we have to send in our rent via check. And she was having the roommate cash app her the money and then not sending in the checks. I would not trust cash apping someone money to like put it to to like send it in. I I can't even imagine. And then she said she texted the next day. I still haven't responded to anything. I mean, <laughs> I called the girl directly who I took the room over from and she's like, "Dude, she's crazy. She's fucking you." Like, we knew it. And then I called girl, I called we knew. Frank. I called Frank and I'm like, look, she's fucking you. She's going to take these security deposits. Like you can do whatever you want about it. I would appreciate it if I got mine back. But like, I'm just telling you, like she's, she's operating. She doesn't want to be on a lease because she wants to keep taking these security deposits. Like, yeah, like she, she's got this figured out. Right, 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 right. Cause I'm like, this doesn't even make sense in my mind. There's no, there's nothing to steal because we were not on a lease. So, like, there's no way the money could be stolen. You would no. just get the security deposits from the next person coming in. Yeah. Which is why I was like, you shouldn't worry if the room's not covered anyway because there's two months down on it. Yeah, why does it matter? But that's why you put the money down. So, my God. There are plans for that space. Thanks by prayer emoji. There, and I didn't respond. There are plans for that space. What, you open in a fucking yoga studio? What? probably and she and then she texted me a few days ago and said i know the apartment and the person you rented from lo nice 800 same situation apartment it's the being scammed and acting rash for me what no she she just 
I'm like, you're she just used an, an inter- internet meme joke seriously on you. Dude, it's the getting scammed on. for me. Shut the fuck up. And then the girl I ran in from called Frank, and Frank was like, I'm really confused about who's paid what. Like, Frank, first of all, you're the landlord. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be confused about who's paid what. That shouldn't be okay. And she told me that when she was living there, she was cash apping money, or she was. She would be like, "I'll send in everybody's checks for rent," and she was like, "You can either cash app it or write it." And she was like, "I always wrote my checks," mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that, like, because I was doing that, Gabby then wouldn't want to send in money because she didn't have it because she was banking on getting cash app money. So then, oh intermittently, the checks God. were being sent because everyone was giving them to. G- so she would see like one check go out for one month, but then like maybe the next two months it wouldn't go out because wouldn't send it in. And then so Jasmine got really behind like six months behind on rent because intermittently the checks were going through and if you think you still have that money in your bank account like so like she had to call frank frank ended up telling her that she was all paid in full because she back paid what she owed Mm -hmm. um but she was like frank told me that still owes him money this is why you always send in your own rent payment right because she did that this is but I- Here's another PSA. This episode's just full of PSAs. Learn from our issues. I, if anything, this is this is proof that shit happens to you at no matter what age. It it never gets figured out, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Exactly. Well, and she did that to me once, but like I really carefully monitor my bank account because I'm getting payments from clients. Like I get sales from clients, I get Venmos from clients. So I'm right. You have to be in tune with it. So I'm always making sure, like, oh, that went through. Like that's good. Mm -hmm. They have, like, you know what I mean. Like I'm always checking it. So I notice that that when I'm go through my statements weekly to make sure all the payments are going through and like everyone's paid in full. Like I noticed Mm -hmm. the check never got taken out. So I called Frank. He's like, we never got it. And I call and then oh. I had to tell my other roommate, I'm like, hey, like, did your check get cashed? She's like, oh, I don't know because I got a cashier's check. Oh, my God. That. Yeah. So um, anyway, I moved to a new place, bigger room, less money. Yay. Same neighborhood. Ten minutes from where I used to live. Um, OK, well, <laughs> at least I don't think you're going to like randomly run into her. Who knows? I don't care. She's a she talks a big game in person. Like mm-hmm. you should have seen her trying to renegotiate this rent. It was like pathetic. And then she accused me of ambushing him. I'm like, we're having a renegotiation. We're not friends with Frank. No. Like he's we're fucking not- us. <laughs> he's our landlord and he's paying he he's no. Oh he, my god. Like he's doing a bad job at his job. Anyway, that's my moving story. Oh my God. So has that bit, like, have you, you haven't talked to her in a few weeks, I assume then, or like a week? Well, like, I think it's really bothering her that I just stopped replying. I was like, I'm not going to engage with this. Well, there's no reason to. I'm like, like, you can keep texting me, but I moved out. I'm not paying you money. Like you scammed me. Like it's not the other way around. I'm done. Like I I don't need to do this anymore. Like, right. Like, yeah. I'm an adult and charge my own situation. 
I don't know if I've said this on a podcast before, but she accused me of being racist for calling a bodega a bodega. What? Like It's I, a bodega. I was like, I'm going to run to the bodega. And she was like, I think that's racist. Like, you should call them delis. I'm like, but they're called bodegas. It's not a deli. I'm like, the people working there call them bodegas. Like, everyone calls them bodegas. Okay, this is what she said. She gets fired from every place she works. I honestly don't know why she still lives in the city. She's doing nothing except eating, drinking, and smoking weed all day. She needs to move back. I mean, same. Not all day. I do work, but, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't smoke. But I I, I do not smoke while I'm working. I, I want to point that I make that very, very clear. <laughs> she needs to move back upstate, sober up, and get a real job. Um. Her and Carolina were nightmares to live with during the pandemic. They tried to make homemade candles once and clog the kitchen sink. We couldn't use the sink for like two days. Wait, wait, wait. They put candle wax into the sink? Yeah. Um, they came home drunk Dude. and obnoxious, breaking and dirtying things every night. I couldn't take it. Like it goes on and on. But that's just the, that's the, that's just the gist. Wow. So not only have you been dealing with the oral thrush scare, you have been going through this like very, very toxic living, which I feel like is something that has um, happened to a lot of people. Not the oral thrush thing. I, I don't think that's happened to a lot of people. Although. Let us know if that's happened to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone was in their house with people that you know maybe a stranger that's their roommate or someone that is just their roommate like you know and now they're with them 24 7 yeah I bet like a lot of people saw the worst in the people that they lived with over the last 12 months sure totally I feel like I saw some of the worst of myself Well, I feel like that so, brings us to a good place of like, what do you like, what have you been doing to kind of cope with this like kind of crazy month? Yeah, I think, I mean, it kind of goes back to like the self, self-love self in a pandemic that we did. Um, but I've been trying to focus on the positive things that I can control. Mm-hmm. Um that's that it's really difficult though because everything does feel like it's spiraling out of control and I have no um ability and I'm feeling like very burnt out at work um which has been rough but um I I think making sure that I'm taking that time for myself because I've noticed unfortunately for a lot of the last month I haven't been coping in a healthy way like I've been so um, I don't know if it's anxious or just like out of it. I don't know. I like don't want to eat. I don't I'm like never I never have energy. I haven't been able to go to the gym because I haven't been eating. So Dude, I'm like if, if I tried to go lift weights right now, I'd probably be in a worse place. It's just all of that stuff together just started to feel very, very heavy. Yeah. And I the last couple days I've like really tried to um, recenter my focus to the positive things that I can control. Yeah. I, I like echo that. Like I, I did my first workout in like a month today. 
That's insane. Like, and you like, you know me, like I work out like all the time. Like I love working out. All the time. Um, yeah. So like that was like a major personality shift for me over mm-hmm. the past month. For sure. Yeah. Um, food is so enjoyable and like, you know, you're depressed and anxious when like food is no longer something you look forward to. And it's like, I didn't want anything like, yeah, I did. Nothing sounded good. I went grocery shopping more out of habit. I felt like, like, yeah. And it's awful because I felt like I wasted so much, which is, I had food just go bad. Just like, and I hated that, which made me feel even worse. Yeah. Like, totally. But, um, no, I think uh, going back to the, t- the title of this episode, everything you live through is fun. Um, I sure as hell don't feel like it's fun right now, but I do think that I will come out a, I I'm planning on coming out of it a better person. I, um, I also have to keep reminding myself like, okay, think about all the times that have been really, really bad and how you thought like it couldn't get better and it did. So, um, let's try to start looking at the positives while I'm in it. So I tried to be like, okay, well, I mean, the fact that I even have a house is great. Like I'm learning things to look out for if I decide to purchase another home. Yeah. Um, in my, my dating life, whenever I was feeling down about that, I would be like, okay, I am, um, being true to myself and making sure that I'm finding someone that's good for me and not settling, which in the end will be the best thing for me. So I am on the right path. I just don't feel like I am sometimes. And I, I just have to keep reminding myself of that. And it's really hard. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, a, like a health scare will like really make you realize like what's important. You're like, oh. if I have my health. Like, does anything else really matter? Mm-hmm. You know, like. Because it doesn't matter how much, like how much money I have, how many people are around me if like I can't. Even, like, if I have a serious health issue, like, what? Right. Like, you know, especially. It's so scary. Yeah. And I think as a whole, just the entire pandemic has just, like, just put such a strain on people that I think people are really starting to feel it now. Yeah. And um, so I, I feel like the last month has probably been really bad for a lot of people, but. We're hoping it gets better. Yeah. What are some things that you do to to make yourself feel better? Are there any like major breakthroughs that you've had while you've gone through all of this? You know, um, they always say like the harder things are like you always come out a better person. Like what have you learned and what do you think you'll take away from it? Well, I just think I'll learn now. Like I've had this whole mindset where I'm like, I should expect the worst because if it, mm-hmm. if it then if it's better like you're really happy but if it's you know if it's bad you were expecting it and I Mm -hmm. I think that is not really serving me because like if I would I just think about the last month and if I would have been like a little more optimistic like I Mm -hmm. maybe would have sought a second opinion sooner like Mm -hmm. maybe um would have just not worried about it and everything would have gone away on its own you know even though like 
it's good that I know about the acid reflux thing because I do need to change some yeah. diet and stuff. But I just think like I, you know, the the big takeaway is like I'm really gonna try to let go and like work mm-hmm. on my mindset about things going wrong. Um, right. Because like it really doesn't serve me to expect things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's that's great. And I I feel like I just really need to work on that because that's a big habit I have. Like that's my habit. Oh. Oh yeah. I also um like that like the negative self talk too. I think kind of goes along with that and I it's so hard to stop yourself from like just automatically saying the bad things. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I'm out of this, I'm just really excited to like like I've been like super hungry again, which I'm like stoked about. Like I'm excited just for like normal eating, sleeping, activity mm-hmm. levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, just I like agree. return to like my normal day to day life, yeah. whatever. Like I'm still what, some crazy, sort of normalcy. But like I'm gonna be not like I'm fearing that I have a strange disease crazy. Well, you know what, though? Here, how about let's look at the sunny side of it. At least you were aware enough to go to the doctor. Some people would just uh, ignore it until I I honestly would probably ignore it until it got really bad. Yeah. So I think that even even if something feels really like feels like you messed up uh, or you've done something wrong, you probably didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you probably reacted like everyone else did. But it's so it's so easy to say that to someone. It's so hard to take that information. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh my god. Is there any anything else that and any other way that you want to talk about, you know, you you get knocked down, you get up again. You are the 1990 song Chumbawamba. So you get two drinks at McDonald's. You brush yourself off. Okay, yeah, I. Um, this is one of the ways that I knew that I was actually an adult, and um, felt like I could make my own decisions. Uh, I used to always go like, everyone knows how good McDonald's Coke is. Like, it's a known fact. Well. Their Diet Coke is also delicious, and I like Diet Coke better than regular Coke anyway, so. But, um, so I would go through... Same. I don't drink it, but I like it. Yeah, exactly. How long has it been since you've drank pop? A really long time. I don't even know. I drink seltzers, but now I have to give those up. Womp womp. Newsflash, everyone, I'm now 85, but that's different. You know... (laughs) Whatever. The acid reflex diet now. <laughs> hey. Upper 20s. Acid reflux. Sorry for everyone. Janae used to take away my Tums at the bar, so she feels guilty. I now. feel so bad about that now. As someone who literally just went on a date and had Tums in my purse because we went to get pizza. I feel so bad that I took my t- that I took your toms away from you. I feel like that's where my bad karma comes from. No, I <laughs> too many of them at once. You used to eat them like candy. 
but it makes sense now. It it does. I mean, maybe you just had some really strange intuition. I knew something. Anyway, this is like complete tangent, but sometimes when I go upside down, I get burning in my nose. Ellie, you're a yoga person. You're upside down a lot. I know. That's what. <laughs> I know. I I know. <laughs> Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> anyway. I think it's great that you're getting two drinks at McDonald's now. I fully support it. So, yeah, I don't even think I finished that story. So I would get, I would go through the drive-thru and I would get, I used to like have to decide like, oh my God, do I want a Diet Coke or an unsweet tea? And then one day I was like, why do I decide? Why don't I just get both? So now I've been going through. you two whole dollars? Two forty-seven <laughs> Because they, for some reason, have raised the fucking price on the unsweet teas in Cincinnati. They they added thirty nine cents to it, wow. and then it's taxed on top of that. But so I know for a fact that if you get a large unsweet tea and a large diet coke at McDonald's in the Cincinnati area, it'll be two forty seven. Cheap girl, you guys, you hit it, you heard it here first. I I get it a lot. It's probably now considered a problem. Like now, it's probably an addiction, but. If if that's the addiction that I come out of quarantine with, at least it's not meth. We're better off than better off than most. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just for some reason I I don't know who it was, but oh, Demi Lovato used to do meth and I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, but I did see that. Um yeah. besides not being on meth, what is your high of the week? Um, well, before <laughs> you didn't even that was see. like you didn't even that didn't even phase you. I well, the thing is, because I was thinking of how I was going to respond before. And so it processed a little bit after and I couldn't switch which order things were happening. It was like a little conveyor belt. And <laughs> I could only uh, once it's on the conveyor belt, it has to go in chronological order I of like thought. That your brain works like a conveyor belt and my brain works like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> it's just like splatters. Yeah. It's actually, what if it's a little Van Gogh because it's like melty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, I just kicked my phone off of my couch. Oh. Whoopsie. Have a case on it? Um, yeah. Okay, good. I can't trust myself to have a phone without a case on it. That's I won't leave the store if it doesn't have a case on it. I did, but I immediately ordered one off of Amazon. So I make the salesperson put the phone in the case. That's a specific type of careful. I'm like, I promise I'm not like a prima donna, but like I need you to put it in the case because I will immediately drop this in front of you. And they're like, okay, no problem. <laughs> they probably get that a lot. Yeah, probably. But um, <laughs> that was a fantastic, that was a, a fantastic uh, segue into that. And I want to give you props. Um, but before we go into our, our highs for the week, I 
have uh, a dating update from our last episode. Um, so the last episode I talked about how bad my dating life was and how awful uh, of a time I've been having on Bumble and like the shitty people that I found. Um, I only got three people that asked me if I liked BBC specifically. So um, interesting. Do they think that's going to work? Oh, yeah. W- yeah. But so, um, not that it's good that men do that, but it's just an interesting thing because, like, where where in the world do you think that would work? Like, where you you think I'm going to be flattered by that? Right, it's just a wrong. Story. But anyway, it, so I I didn't have to deal. I I I dealt with a very mild form of that this time around on Bumble because normally what happens is there it's too much and then whatever. But I um. I did go on my first date in a long time this afternoon, actually. It went well. Um, are those spirit fingers? Those were jazz hands. Oh, even better. Um, but yeah, so he's he's very nice. It went well. We went to pizza, and then we went and had a drink and, like, just hung out. But um, we'll so. see how it goes. He, he's a little, like, he's a little bit older, which is kind of nice because now um, – I don't know. It's just, it's welcome. I don't feel like I'm playing as many games, which is interesting. So we'll see how this goes. I don't have my hopes up, but I, I, I'm not being pessimistic about it either. And I think that is growth. Yeah. You think there'll be like a second date or it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. For I, I for sure think there will be a second date. We'll just have to follow that and see how it goes. Do you feel like he like contributed to the conversation like equally? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Uh, conversation flows very easily. He honestly, the reason that I matched with him is because his answers on Bumble were like so thoughtful and that has like translated very well into in person. Cause honestly I was nervous because he and I actually, I, I, I don't normally suggest doing this, but he and I talked for all, uh, like a week and normally I, I like to meet up before that because I feel like if you talk I mean, a week's not a long time, but you you can start to set certain expectations for someone in your head. Yeah. And like what I don't even I at the time, I didn't even know what his voice was like. What if what if he had an annoying voice? He didn't, which was good. But like (laughs) those are the things that I think about before I go on dates. Like, oh, my God. And I always have an issue where I like pre I, I, I meet a guy and I'm like start imagining all these like fake scenarios of what could happen. I feel like that fucks me over every time. So I've just stopped imagining things. Have you ever considered doing like a FaceTime with them first? Um, I I have, yes. But I just haven't asked. Honestly, I don't even have a good reason for why I haven't done that yet. Because I feel like that's what worked really well for me and Niket. Like when we first started dating and I was doing, I did like other FaceTime dates like before I met him, but um, yeah. because it was like during a pandemic, um, Good old like right in the beginning. Um, and I feel like that worked well because it wasn't like, it didn't have the same kind of like power trips that texting can have. Mm-hmm. Or like one person leaves the other person hanging and like 
yeah you know like, that does always like it feels weird where you're like oh like shit should I double text that's the worst part about the beginning of like any relationship is like oh I don't want to be too much but like but I do think I went into this being like you know what I'm just gonna like do my thing be very much myself like sometimes my personality can be a lot so I like kind of dim it down the first date so I try at least I don't know everybody and I don't know if that's if I'm successful at it I'm still probably obnoxious and annoying to most people but I um everyone is obnoxious and annoying and you just have to find the right match to your mix of obnoxious and annoying yeah that's true that's true um so yeah so it went well so I will keep everyone updated but um we'll see it's very early, obviously. Keep us updated but, on the on the sitch. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's my 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 dating update. So um with that, I guess we can wrap up this episode with uh our high of the week. So what is what is your high? That's well, not meth. Um, I'm not dying. Okay, that's great. Great. I think that's a great way to start your day every morning. By not dying. I mean, if you do die in the morning, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, and my new apartment. And yeah, how is your? Do you like it? Is it in a good place? Like, I like it. We did a little deep dive yesterday about like the new coffee places that were around. I'm well, I'm around. Okay. Um. Yeah. The new restaurants were by one of our personal favorite, like, beer snack spots called Mecklenburg's. It's, like, this... Oh, yeah. It's, like, this cute, like, grocery store, but it also has, like, beer on tap in a backyard and, like... Oh, that's so cute. Nikette's excited for the 25-cent wing night, so... Who isn't? I'm also excited for 25-cent wings, and I'm not even getting them. Um, so it's great. The room is bigger. All my stuff fits in my room for the first time. Yay. Ever. Yeah, ever. And I could, I even have enough space that I'm buying like a new set of drawers. So all is well. It's a big day. It's a big day. How's, how's the roommate situation? Really good. Everyone is kind of like, um, kind of like keeps them to themselves which I honestly wanted like I'm just at a point yeah where I don't need a relationship with roommates yeah I just live here like I don't need to be best friends or anything right like, right exactly and like I have a boyfriend one of the other girls has a boyfriend um and then one of the one of the other girls has family that lives in New York so everyone is kind of just like in and out doing their own thing and doing their own thing which is good that's great that's that's honestly fantastic. It's so quiet compared to my other apartment because it's not. Is everyone place. paying their rent separately and no one's stealing rent? Great, already off to a better start. Right, and like it's an apartment not on a not on a busy street. Like I lived on a super busy street before, and now I live mm-hmm. more kind of like on a side street. Um, oh, you know, like ideal. Deeper into the neighborhood on a side street, like in a more residential part of the neighborhood. So, like, mm-hmm. that's great. Super quiet, and like, roommates are super quiet. That's lovely. I'm so happy for you. Anyway, your high. Um, my high this week. Um, oh, because I I that I dyed my hair purple. 
I love I, it looks really good I yeah it you can't really tell in the video yeah but um yeah so I decided I took a day off work or I took a half day off of work because work has been so insane and I wasn't really going to do anything and then I was like you know what I'm going to go get my hair dyed so I I went to my girl shout out to uh Katie I love her she's fantastic and um she's she was the first person I got my hair done from in Cincinnati and I don't know if I can ever go to anyone else because the way she's so good she's such a good colorist it looks great and it's and it's really good like she's our age it's nice like I go and I sit and we just like catch up and talk and it's really nice so that was like the the high of my week for sure is like getting to sit down actually doing something that I haven't done in a long time because like you know pandemic um trying to keep things like that to a minimum um so yeah that was good um I'm trying to think if there's any other high for the week but I really I feel like that's a good time I will say I so I've done the purple before so it wasn't like that crazy of a change for me and like my hair is still dark obviously um But whenever I sat down, I told her, I said, you know, my, like, I don't care what you do. Like, if you want to do this, like, if you want to cut it, if you want to give me bangs, if you don't want to give me bangs, if you want to give whatever color you want. And she, so we ended up just kind of doing something very similar to the last time. But in my head, I was thinking, like, my life feels so out of control right now. I don't even care what this is. Like, I know that this is something that I can control. But everything is going so nuts at this point. I like it was like I was holding up the white flag and I was like, I'm just I'm giving into this and whatever change is coming, I'm going to just fucking ride with it. And if I go into the next stage of whatever is going on in my life with purple hair or green hair or whatever. Cool. You know, what? it looks great. It looks fabulous. And thank you. So, yeah, that was good. I've been feeling I was feeling my oats. Yeah. So. It's it's a lovely day. You could always do what I did when I felt like my life was going out of control and shave half your head. So whatever you want to do. I feel like the sh- the half shaved head fits you very well, yeah. but it wouldn't fit me. I don't think I would look good with a half shaved head. I think you would look good with like maybe like a not a full half, like maybe like a little bit on one side or like the under. Yeah, I think- the undershave yeah yeah but the undershave granted this isn't a thing but I feel like it's very like that would probably give off the wrong signal like that would probably send off the like the lesbian single signal which is fine like that's what I thought about this but everyone's like that's powerful I'm like I went crazy and shaved half my head like that's how this started but thank you (laughs) I remember when you did that and I just kept thinking like what her mom is going to lose her mind like she's not Nance isn't going to make it but you know what we're adults that is actually an an interesting like realizing you're an adult is a there's like a specific time when you're like oh my god I'm an adult Maybe we'll talk about that on episode one time. Oh my god, that's a good episode title. Oh my god, I'm an yeah. adult. Oh my god, I'm an adult. I also would love um, I, one of my other highs 
that I'm, it's going to be, I would like to say a cliffhanger of a high because I think we might use this as another episode topic oh, yeah. um, in an upcoming episode, but I just got my tarot read yesterday um, by, I've, I've gotten my tarot read by her a few times uh, and it was fantastic. So I, I would love to talk about that on the next episode. Yeah, we should definitely, I hope she can come on as a guest. Yeah, I think that would be fantastic once we figure out how to do that. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, with that, everybody, I think we should tell them where they can find us. What do you think, Allie? I think that sounds like a good idea. We would love if you would email us um, your stories about living through things and it being fun at the end. Um, yeah, like how, what, what things, what things do you look back on now that you're like, man, I lived through that and not necessarily, it doesn't have to be fun, but you can, you can say it's fun until it is just in the sense it's fun that you're still alive. Yeah. You made it through. Um, so you can email us those stories at not another millennial pod at gmail.com. You can Follow us on Instagram at not another millennial pod. You can give us a shout out on Twitter at. Yeah, you could follow. We I still need to be more active on that Twitter. I just feel like I we're overwhelmed. But our Twitter is NAM pod at NAM pod. And you can check out. Janae doing um reaction videos on TikTok at not another millennial pod. I watch stuff and spoil them for you, but it's fun. Yes, she does, but she looks good doing it. And that's that on that. So snaps, snaps if you're tired. <laughs> but okay, everybody. Well, we thank you for hanging out with us today we uh you know subscribe like comment do whatever you want to do write a review yeah write a review would be great shit tell your friends about it we would love love to have more people listening so um all right everybody we will see you talk we will be in your ears next week that's really weird we'll see you next week bye vogue, vogue it out Allie. vogue it out <laughs>